Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to Unknown History, a podcast filled with quirky tales from the past. The two heavily armed carriages were slowly rattling into the central square of Tiflis, now known as Tbilisi, the state capital of Georgia. Seated resplendent in one of the carriages was the state bank's cashier. The other carriage was packed with police and soldiers, their pistols cocked and ready. It was shortly before 11am on the 13th of June 1907, and there was good reason for the security. The carriages were transporting an enormous sum of money, more than one million rubles, that's nine million dollars, to the state bank. Unknown to anyone on board the carriages, George's criminal underworld had been tipped off about the transportation of the money. Now one of its most audacious leaders, Joseph Stalin, was about to pull off a dazzling heist. The money was urgently needed to finance the Bolsheviks' political movement, and Stalin had discussed the planned robbery with Lenin, who'd given his approval. Stalin knew it would require great daring to pull off such a coup. He also knew he'd need the help of a dependable gang of fellow criminals. These were easy enough to find in Tiflis. Stalin had already been involved in previous robberies and had a trusty band of associates. The robbery was meticulously planned. Twenty heavily armed brigands loitered in the city's central square, awaiting the arrival of the carriages. Lookouts were posted on street corners and rooftops. Stalin himself remained aloof. One witness said that he threw the first bomb from a nearby rooftop, a signal for the attack to begin. Another said he'd been merely the architect of the robbery. A third claimed he was at the railway station preparing to make a getaway if things went wrong. The carriages swung into the square exactly as expected. One of the gangsters lowered his rolled newspaper as a sign to his fellow brigands. Seconds later, there was a blinding flash and deafening roar as Stalin's band hurled their hand grenades at the horses. The unfortunate animals were torn to pieces. So too were the policemen and soldiers. In a matter of seconds, the peaceful square became a scene of carnage. The cobbles were splattered with blood, entrails and human limbs. As the gangsters ran towards the carriage, an injured horse began dragging the money-bearing cavalcade across the square. It picked up speed, and there was a real danger it would get away. One of Stalin's men chased after the horse and frantically hurled a grenade under its belly. It exploded beneath the animal with devastating effect. The horse was shredded, and the damaged carriages were brought to a halt. Before anyone could make sense of what was happening, the heist began in earnest. Stalin's most faithful accomplice, a bandit named Captain Camo, rode boldly into the square. The gangsters hurled the banknotes into his carriage, and then Camo took off at high speed. He disappeared before anyone was able to give chase. The carnage caused by the attack was spectacular. Six people were killed by the grenades and gunfire, and a further 40 were wounded. Amazingly, none of the gangsters was killed. The stolen money was taken to a safe house where it was quickly sewn into a mattress and later smuggled out of Georgia. 
Neither Stalin nor any of the others involved in the heist were ever caught, even though scores of detectives were sent to investigate. It was the perfect robbery. But if the crime itself had proved a spectacular success for Stalin, the aftermath was not quite so triumphant. The stolen rubles included a large number of 500 ruble notes whose serial numbers were known to the authorities. It proved impossible to cash them. Nevertheless, the robbery was to be the making of Stalin. He'd proved himself a skilful organiser of men and utterly ruthless in action. That ruthlessness would come to the fore when he took the reins of power in the Soviet Union. The six innocent civilians killed in Tiflis's main square were not his last victims. Thanks for listening. Tune in to Unknown History on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify or quickanddirtytips.com. Plus, leave a review if you're enjoying the show. For more quirky stories, pre-order my new book When Churchill Slaughtered Sheep and Stalin Robbed a Bank from any book retailer. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.